Coming up this week on the Special Chronicle Show, episode 445, Kathleen and Maui Shivo, chairwoman of the Special Olympics Founders Council, join us on the podcast, a conversation about the legacy of inclusion of the grandmother of Special Olympics founder Eunice Kennedy Shivo as we celebrate on July 10th, her 100th birthday. Coming up this week on SpecialChronicles.com. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Podcasting since 2008. This is the show where we're broadcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective, and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. This is your weekly guide to find and joy, acceptance, and inclusion. I shudder thinking how the world can be so Welcome back to the Special Chronicles show. It's Daniel, founder of Special Chronicles and a Southern Survival International Global Messenger Special Olympics. So excited to be back and excited to welcome uh, two guests this week, not just one, but two. Um, and But be- before we bring on our guests, like just quick, uh, quick few housekeeping things. Um, the Special Chronicles show is presented by the Comet Energy Force program. Learn more about our partner, Comet, at specialchronicles.com slash Comet. And you can uh, uh, join our supporters and uh, support this podcast, specialchronicles.com slash give. Uh, and specialchronicles.com is where to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe to our podcast. All the links will be in the description below where of you listening to this podcast and without a further ado put your uh, virtual hands together as we welcome our guests Maui and Kathleen Shrivo welcome <laughs> the, the the they started applauding quietly and then they kind of raised the <laughs> volume <laughs> welcome um, thank you so much for having us oh, we're I- so excited to be here yeah, I know. What it's, a yeah, what it, a yeah, it, it's been a while since. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's. I think this is for both of you. It's been a long time coming to have, to have you both on this podcast. Um, long time listeners will remember Kathleen. We had your dad Tim on a couple of times, I think, and the, and your brother Tim and um, your sister. Um, Caroline, and then I think your brother Sam was on when we were in Los Angeles. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we yeah we did a well, I I did a live daily podcast out there at those games, um, and then Maui hey, had your dad on a Abu Dhabi Daily Show episode when we were at the Young Athletes event, and then I had both of your uncles Anthony on at the Bus Buddies conference. Fantastic. So you've got them all. Yeah. <laughs> Almost all. Almost all. Almost all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure the rest of your, your family will uh, <laughs> hopefully don't get too jealous that they're not on yet. <laughs> so let's, we're so happy to be here. I Thank know. you again. And I think one of the reasons why we decided to have you on is your grandmother um, had a what would have been a 100th birthday july 10th and so and there was mm-hmm. a um article i think in people magazine 
that you guys were interviewed in. So um, let's first have you both, for any new listeners who might not know um, both of you, I, I, I'm sure a lot of them know your, your grandmother uh, and maybe some of your uncles, but um, tell us your connection to our disability community and your role within our special Olympics movement. Sounds good. Uh, Kathleen, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, so Molly and I grew up um, with the movement as almost family to us. It was another, almost another family member was this, the Special Olympics movement. Um, as you know, our grandmother started it uh, 51 years ago now. Um, and we grew up playing sports and doing camps. Um, and we call them unified sports um, and camps with athletes with and without disabilities and sitting at the dinner table with people with and without disabilities and attending world games and just being incredibly inspired our whole lives by people with and without disabilities working together. Um, so that was the, our, our introduction was probably our birth <laughs> to the movement. Um, it was almost like, like I said, a family member to us. Uh, and today Molly and I are both on the founders council. Molly's the chair and I'm the vice chair and we get to work together to continue getting involved in the movement in new ways and to continue my grandma's legacy in new ways. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, so as Kathleen said, we both grew up, um, in Bethesda, Maryland, just 10 minutes from our grandmother's house. Um, it's always special Olympics has always been a part of our lives. Um, we both were coaches or assistant coaches for our local unified basketball teams. We spent the summers going to Camp Shriver in our grandmother's backyard in Potomac. Um, and now we've continued our family tradition of um, Special Olympics through the Special Olympics Founders Council, which Kathleen mentioned. Um, so the Founders Council is essentially a a body of um, the administrative structure of Special Olympics International in which we support different initiatives that Special Olympics International puts forward. Um, our role is to represent the family within the, within this Special Olympics movement, um, participate locally and on an international level in various different um, games or community activations. And um, the third part of our role as members is to be educated on what, what um, the move, what the organization is working on, whether it's um, within the policy and advocacy aspect of Special Olympics International, or um, health healthy athletes, or sports, or young athletes. So um, the Special Olympics Founders Council consists right now of about, I want to say, six of our cousins. Um, I am honored to serve as the chair with Kathleen as my vice chair. Um, we also have Timbo Shriver, who you mentioned has yeah. been on your show. My brother, Tommy Shriver. Our cousin, Christina Schwarzenegger. And our other cousin, Natasha. Um, and so we all have different interests. Um, I love to use this example that Tashi, Natasha and Christina are very creative. So right now they're working on a special project um, 
with our marketing department where they're able to use their um, creative talents to support the marketing department. Um, Timbo is uh, at law school at UVA. So um, in the spring, in the past spring, he helped um, with our Capitol Hill Day. So it's a really, it's a really great space for our cousins to come together and work um, to support the Special Olympics movement, continue our grandma's legacy onto the next generation, and use our special gifts and talents to contribute to that. Um, and we are we are really happy to be launching this new um, Founders Council legacy movement and. Um, we're so grateful for opportunities to speak about it with, yeah. with you. Yeah. Awesome. I, I want to touch on something. I think you both have touched on with the unified basketball. Um, I, um, our mutual friends, Darian Packwood and um, her wonderful daughters, jo- Joelle, I think you guys both have played with. I uh, had an opportunity to come out to one of the unified basketball. I th- think it was at, at, at your church at, um, I think it was, I want to say 2016, was it, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, so maybe, Chio, and, and we don't have a lot of time today, but Chio, briefly, your um, connection and your time playing with our mutual friend, Joel Packard. Yeah. I actually met Joel when I was probably about six or seven through Kathleen because she um, was always going to the Blessed Sacrament Unified Basketball Games. And um, we've developed such a strong friendship. I talked to her on the phone at least every other week. Um, I was at her confirmation sponsor when she was confirmed in the Catholic Church. And um, she's such a special human being. She lights up every room she walks into. She has a million friends. Um and I am so grateful for our friendship. Um, I, I'll let Kathleen talk a little bit more about the the Blessed Sacrament things, but mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to Joelle if she ever gets <laughs> to watch this. We yeah. love you, Joelle. We love you, um, <laughs> Yeah, Joelle, and I know you've been friends with them for a while yeah. now, Dan. Yeah, um, yeah. And I've, I know Darian and... Darian was on your show, yeah. right? And yeah, a few t- and, and and she's actually on the board of, of Special Chronicles. So yeah. amazing. Um, Joelle has been, as Molly said, a friend of ours forever, as long as I can remember. And she did start on the basketball team. But one of the really cool initiatives that she and her mom started, or not initiatives, teams, yeah. was um, a cheerleading team called Joy, and they basically created a whole new arm of our basketball team and because they would cheer before and after our games and they started going to competition separately and Darian and Joel have been huge advocates for creating special Olympics cheer as an international organization. They've traveled with it and it's a really cool new arm. I, I, I've even seen recently um, special Olympics has created a new sport dance sport yeah. that Caroline was involved in in Abu Dhabi and it's just really cool to see these new um, arts become, or different types of sport join the movement. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Darian and Joel were big uh, founding forces in that. Yeah, awesome. Let's switch back um, briefly and kind of combine a few things into one for the sake of time. But uh, tell us <laughs> about your old, the 
both of your early memories with your grandmother Eunice, and um, a little bit about her legacy. And uh, if, if you uh, both have a favorite, sto- I, I'm sure you guys have a lot of favorite stories. But a favorite story from your from your early days of Special Olympics with your grandmother, um, whether it's at Camp Tribal or at a board games so. or. Sure. Um, so as, as we mentioned, we lived, um, I live five minutes from my grandma. Um, I went to her house almost every day after school and every Saturday and Sunday to play with my cousins, um, Kathleen's family. And oftentimes our cousins from out of state would come in and visit. And so, um, my, Grandma was my best friend growing up till I was 10 and when she unfortunately passed away. But um, we, I just remember her as such a, a powerful force. Um, always so much fun at her house. Um, she had a, an, an unusually strong um, devotion to the Mother Mary, which um, was really impressive to watch and um, grow and learn from. And um, everyone always jokes about her competitive nature and her um, stern ability to create momentum. And I think that that's something that I was able to witness at a very young age through um, family competitions. And so every time we would get together on the weekends, we'd bring all of our friends to her house and we'd play capture the flag or run around the house and do relay races and one time, my brother Tommy had his friend um, Bo Hanley over, and they were about—I want to say five or six years old, like really young little kids, but a lot of energy. And my grandma had just gotten back from the hospital after breaking a couple of ribs, maybe a hip, maybe an arm. She wasn't in an in-state to be competing against an energetic five-year-old boy, and. Um, So she had organized a relay race in the house. And um, I think that, you know, Bo made some comment like, oh, I could beat you or whatever. (laughs) And she's like, "Okay, game on. And um, we watched my grandma stumble around the first floor of the house. Very frail. Like my dad was very nervous. And she ended up beating Bo. <laughs> and it was the most hilarious and one of the most memorable um, stories that our family tells about um, her competitive and fun, loving nature to to take on people of all different, you know, um, abilities, whether it's a five-year-old boy or my dad or whatever. And so um, – I just, I miss her every day. Um, I have a picture of her here in my room that I, I don't know if you can see. Um, It's always, she's, um, I miss her. I love her. And um, I'm so happy that I get to um, continue to honor her even, you know, when she would be turning 100. Awesome. And Kathleen, you want to share some of your favorite memories? Sure. Uh, some of my favorite memories are definitely competitive ones as well. Um, my grandma was always inviting athletes of Special Olympics or people on her Special Olympics team over. So, as Molly said, on Saturdays and Sundays, we'd end up in the swimming pool with 
with people with and without disabilities. Um, and grandma would teach us breaststroke and freestyle and create competitions for us in the pool and um, invite our friends to make new friends with Special Olympics athletes. Uh, our aunt Rosemary was at my grandma's often. So we'd have dinner with her and grandma and her would tell stories, um, which was also so fun to see because of their incredible friendship and their sisterhood um, that I'm really excited to continue and to look look at when I when I work with my cousins and siblings and all this work was as just a model um, for teamwork, for friendship, for love. Okay. Um, yeah. Awesome. So we're going to continue uh, after a brief 30-second break uh, and, and talk about the special Olympic Sponsors Council that um, you both have touched on briefly at the beginning of the episode and about your grandmother's legacy, kind of tie that all together because um, I think you can make a good connection with her legacy and then what you guys are doing uh, with with the Founders Council. So all of that, August Almawi and Kathleen Shivo, chill Chairwoman of the uh, Special Olympics Founders Council. Our conversation continues after the break right here on SpecialChronicles.com. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to InternationalPodcastDay.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag International Podcast Day to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. We're going to take a quick break from our conversation today to learn how you can become a Special Chronicles supporter so we can continue to produce this podcast. Support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will, will always be there for you. Now, we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly, candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or, or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. And now... Back to the show to continue the conversation today. And back to the show. And we're back. Our guests are Molly and Kathleen Trival, chairwoman of the Special Olympics Founders Council. Um, now, if our listeners want to know exactly what is the Founders the Special Olympics Founders Council, they um, we're just for the sake of time, we're going to say they can rewind. The, the the podcast. That's the great thing about on demand podcasts is you can just <laughs> rewind and go back to the beginning. Um, so with that, um, talk a little bit about 
what you you both see as your grandmother's legacy of inclusion and how you both through these special Olympic Founders Council are continuing whole legacy of inclusion. I wrote a blog um, back in July. I don't know if you guys read it, but about um, how I continue through podcasting your grandmother's legacy. So that's a big, and as a SSI GM as well. Um, but how are you both, you um, and your cousins through the special Olympic Founders Council, how are you guys continuing your grandmother's legacy of inclusion? Yeah, um, well, I think your blog post says says it all, honestly. I think we're <laughs> learning from people like you, Dan, and other athletes how to continue her legacy because the first thing my grandmother would say is listen to the athletes and play with the athletes. Um, and so one of the um, aspects of the Founders Council that I've been um, really excited about, um, one of the pieces of work I've been really excited about um, is media and social media and enhancing stories and voices like yours um, and getting those out there. So lots of, especially during COVID, we have lots of opportunities where there's webinars. Molly's led a few of them. We have um, all these different like plank challenges and jump rope challenges and things like that on social media. And um, I think one of the things that my grandmother would be so excited about if she lived in, if she, if she were alive right now, is that voices like yours are leading the show. Um, mm. And so that's one of the things we've been working on. We've also been teaming up with, as Molly said, different arts projects with different initiatives uh, for um, the World Games that are coming up. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and yeah, Molly, I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like you hit it straight on the head, Kathleen. Um, listening from all of the leaders who are already a part of the movement or who are, you know, um, emerging to be a leader within the movement. Um, I think that our generation is um, is very passionate about inclusion and um, receptive to receptive to inclusivity in different ways that we haven't seen in the past. Um, you know, like podcasts or video shows or, um, you know, arts programs and these, these previously untraditional means of inclusion are really spearheading, um, are spearheading this inclusion revolution. And I think that um, it's really great, as Kathleen said, for us to have the opportunity to learn from individuals like you. Um, I'd also like to add that one of the things that we have been trying to work on is um, getting people involved in their local chapters. And if you don't have a chapter in your community, go ahead and start it. Like there's nothing that my grandma would have loved more than to see young people going out into their communities and starting a unified team or starting um, a program in their school. And you can learn how to do that on specialolympics.org. Um, that was <laughs> that wasn't planned, but <laughs> thanks, yeah. thanks for um, putting that up there. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't mean that in a promotional way. Yeah. I'm genuinely, I think that that's what she would want. And um, you know, Kathleen and I are really lucky. We grew up in a community that um, has a very strong network in terms of special the special needs community. Um, 
there was, you know, tons of Special Olympics teams. There was Best Buddies chapters in almost every school. There was a lot of activity going around um, in that space. But for a lot of um, young people in America and across the world, that's not the case. And I think education is really key. Um, You know, whether you smile at someone or stare at someone or whether you um, wave and say hello or look the other way, like little little everyday things that um, we can teach each other um, and then hopefully, you know, grow the movement, whether it's by starting a chapter or just simply saying hello to someone who you wouldn't normally um, talk to. I think it's really um, the way that my grandmother would love to see this movement grow today. Um, And she was a pusher. And so um, I know that she, she thinks smiling is nice, but, smile one hour and the next hour goes, go start a chapter. So um, I encourage everyone to get involved um, on a local level. And you'll, the best part about special Olympics I've um, I've witnessed is how great the scale is and how you can feel like a part of it in your own home, in your own hometown. And then you can go to the world games and you can see that it's a worldwide movement and Mm -hmm. everyone um, whether you're witnessing two athletes from Israel and Pakistan hug, um, or you're what you're hugging your next door neighbor. It's such an incredible worldwide movement that we all get to be a part of, um, with open arms. Yeah. Awesome. I want to touch on two brief things before we move on to the last couple of brief segments. But one thing is, uh, about the unified generation on when, um, I, I had, uh, Kathleen, your you, your dad and Maui, your uncle Tim, on uh, it was actually in in the hallway of a hotel in downtown Chicago. <laughs> of all the places we could have recorded, the, <laughs> the hallway was the best place that we could find. I don't know why, but um, one thing he said was he he mentioned the same thing of what you just said about starting a a local chapter, and then he he made a, a big thing about how the unified generation. Um, that will a part of uh, it is the future for the inclusion revolution. Um, another brief thing I want to comment on is, um, uh, and in um, Tim's second uh, second se- second time as a guest, which doesn't happen that many with guests, but his second time um, this past spring, he, we um, had him on to talk about the call to unite book and the um, 24 live stream event that you guys did a year ago. So I don't know how much you're pointing at Kathleen. You probably can't talk that much about it. I don't know how much you involved with it, Molly, but Kathleen, do you want to, I think your dad said that you were part of um, a, a lot of it um, behind the scenes that, you guys had stayed up for the entire, I think your dad said he stayed up maybe for 25 hours of the 24 yeah. hours. So maybe my dad, comment on my that. My dad also was so excited about it after that he, he stayed up for about, I think like five hours after it and actually had drinks and dinner with Molly's parents. I went straight to bed after the 24 hours. <laughs> my aunt Jeannie and Uncle Mark came over and my parents ate with them. And I think my dad stayed up for several more hours because he was just so excited. And he was so excited because he got to talk to people from all over the world, from all different backgrounds. And my dad's work with Unite is definitely inspired by his 
maybe I'm going to get this wrong, but over 25 years as the um, CEO of Special Olympics. So with his work with the athletes and obviously his entire life with the movement. Um, but uh, we had the Special Olympics Florida. We should we should link to this at yeah. some point. But yeah. did an incredible performance. Um, Loretta Claiborne, one of an idol of both Molly and I, who was a best friend of my grandma, gave an incredible talk during the program. Um, what other special, we had Special Olympics Florida, we had Loretta, and I think we had a few athletes from uh, the Middle East come on as well. Um, but as you can tell, yeah. we had people from all over the world yeah. and all different backgrounds. Yeah. We had priests, we had poets, we had celebrities, we had, um, you name it, coming together to talk about how they've uh, found unity in spite of all the pain that COVID was causing, yeah. um, found connection with others and rela relating their different experiences of um, how they've coped with the pandemic um, and how it could actually bring us together in spite yeah. of all the pain it's caused us. Awesome. Um, but the athletes of Special Olympics were an incredible had incredible uh, talks and performances. Yeah. So really fun. if you find the link, you, you have to text me the link yeah. and I can put it in, in, in the show notes. Yeah. And, and we had Luetta on this podcast, um, uh, uh -huh. uh, I think uh, last year. Um, but if, if people want to listen to that, that conversation with your dad, it's, um, it, it's all one word. So it's specialchronicles.com slash the call to unite podcast. Um, is where they can listen or watch that episode. Um, let's move on um, briefly and share with us how our listeners can get involved in the work that you guys are doing with the Special Olympics Founders Council. You, you said there's a number of things that you guys are involved in, but how can our listeners get involved? I think the best way to get involved is just to go on to specialolympics.org and um, get involved in your local chapter. We're also running... Um, you know, different campaigns throughout the year. So right now for my grandma's uh, centennial year, there will be a couple of um, fun activations that you can find out again on specialolympics.org. Um, as, as we mentioned, we've just um, been founded. The Founders Council has been founded <laughs> within the past, um, I would just say year and a half and in the pandemic. So we're still working on, maybe we'll have some social channels launching, um, soon, but, um, that is the best way to be updated on, on what we're doing. Um, so yeah, uh, please, like we would love your support and we'd love to support whatever you're doing as well. Dan, with this podcast, it's super awesome. Um, we are really here to help the organization um, and be of support to the different chapters. So um, if you're watching this and you're a part of a special Olympics program and you have some ideas for the founders council, um, feel free to reach out. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And it, it, it's new. What I, I started a podcast in 13 years ago and what started as one podcast, it's, I'm now slowly expanded it into a whole podcast network. So I've got a, a few other uh, a few other podcasts um, and some more to hopefully be, be launching soon. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it's amazing that we're able to kind of use this, this platform, use this, this network uh, and, and, and really share our stories. Um, my, 
mom had, had left a, I have a new way on specialquantumghost.com slash feedback. If anybody wants to write a review, you can go on there and it's, uh, you can write a review. Of course, Apple Podcasts as well. But um, this review, I'll, I'll read it briefly for, for you guys. And, and, and my mom had wrote, whenever we get engaged in another human story, we are much likelier to develop understanding and compassion. I love that the podcast brings us up close to the stories of people's lives. And I think that kind of sums up. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a short break. When we come back, we'll get into some um, final thoughts and brief, brief um, world games memories. Very briefly, uh, after the break, right here, uh, our guests are uh, Molly and Kathleen Tribal, chairwoman of the Special Olympics Founders Council. Uh, our conversation continues after the break on SpecialChronicles.com. And hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break from our conversation today to hear a message from our partner. Support for Special Chronicles comes from Comed. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comed Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comed is powering lives and really is powering us, U.S. Special Chronicles, to keep the lights on and our technology is powered on. As Comed powers the lives of us, they're literally giving a voice to people with, with special needs. We thank Comrade for the general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash comed. That's specialchronicles.com slash comed. And now we return to our conversation. The, this episode continues right and uh, it continues right now. I kind of c- cut that off. But uh, th- this uh, uh, conversation with Molly and Kathleen Shriver, chairwoman of the Special Olympics Funders Council, um, I have had opportunity to be um, at did a, a live. Well, not, not it, well. It was as my mom, my mom likes to say, it's not live. It's recorded live. A recorded live daily podcast at the World Games in Los Angeles, which is I was actually born in Long Beach, California. So um, that was fun to kind of be back there for those. And then as a um, us as, as a Southern Tribal International Global Messenger, or SSIGM, as we say, uh, at the 2019 Abu Dhabi Games, and then we'll be at the. Um, Kazan Russia for those and then um, because of COVID our term got extended by year so we'll be at the uh, 2023 um, Berlin Games and my mom is actually uh, if you've never been to a World Games before but she's she um, she knows German so she's actually going to be coming to those um, so tell us kind of briefly about uh, um, your World Games experiences and what you're looking forward to in 2022 uh, and, the, and tw- in 2023 as well. Yeah, um, the World Games growing up was just such an incredible experience of, um, of absolute uh, kind of this revolutionary new world being created in, in a stadium. You'd see athletes from all over the world. You'd hear them speak. You'd see performances. You'd see pres- them standing with presidents, with politicians, with celebrities, all coming together. Um, and uh, hearing, especially my grandma speak at the World Games growing up, was always just so moving and so powerful. Um, 
And it was a little distracting sometimes because it would make you think of the movement as something kind of huge and absolutely uh, for almost for celebrities and for the big shots. But then you saw the athletes and you'd hear from them and you'd realize what this movement was really made up of and how when they came together in one place, it would bring the celebrities because of them. Um, and it would bring the politicians and everyone was just so moved. And every year I'd be bring, brought to tears um, because of how inspired I was just by uh, what the athletes could create. Awesome. And, um, yeah, I'll just, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just, just going to say, you can go ahead and, <laughs> and show you. Um, yeah, I love how you describe that, Kathleen, like a, a new world being built in a stadium. I think like opening ceremonies are my favorite day of every four years um it's just so powerful um to be surrounded by such an overwhelming energy of love and excitement and inclusion and um acceptance and respect and um it's really a time to celebrate all of the athletes who have overcome so many obstacles in their lives and i think um as you were mentioning, you know, the politicians, the celebrities, the entertainers, the um, all of the big shots in the room um, are in awe of this overwhelming sense of community that has um, been created in such a short time for, by people who haven't even met each other before, um, but by their, um, again, by their energy. And so, um, and that continues throughout the week of the games and there's, there's loss and there's, um, victory and, um, it's, it's so unique, um, to see the world come together to celebrate, uh, human greatness. And so I think it's really, um, something if you haven't been involved in, you can volunteer, you can watch online. Um, I think ESPN typically streams the games. Um, shout out to ESPN. who has yeah. been such a fantastic partner of special Olympics. Um, and I think that, um, if you have the chance to get involved, you'd be silly not to. Yeah. And, um, I think to kind of wrap up this before we move into the last segment, um, with some final thoughts, um, it, I got what I, I love what you both have said about how it's a new world being, built in in a stadium and i think that that, that and about the all, all the politicians and everybody coming together with with us athletes um there's a quote that my mom has said and, and that's if the whole world were like special olympics then there would be no woes and i think that's a powerful statement when people come join this movement when they come join us at special uh, olympics then it really breaks down those those burials and uh, um, yeah. Um, yeah. And I just like to add really quickly yeah. um, to, that our uncle Timmy has done such an amazing job leading the organization. And um, it is primarily a sports organization with games and competitions as my grandma always envisioned it to be, but Timmy has taken it to the next level and ensuring that um, our athletes are, um, are leaders and, and are also um, receiving the quality um, health care and education that they deserve to be high-performing athletes. Um, if you go to the games, you can go to the Healthy Athletes tent where there's 
an incredible setup of um, doctors um, to be taking care of our athletes and, um, and education as well and leadership. There's so many opportunities Mm. for athletes and uh, unified partners to take on leadership roles. And I think that really shows the um, 360 mission of special Olympics to create a unified world. And um, I want to applaud our uncle Timmy for leading. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think the unified leadership is weighty, uh, taking it to a new level as well. Um, and um, I was, was going to mention something about, um, uh, and, I, and I forgot what it was, but let's go ahead and do, just take a, um, one last short break and then we'll get to some final thoughts and a question that I always end the, the conversations with. So I'll, I'll end it with you guys as well. Um, that, that final question is coming up after our final break right here with Molly and Kathleen Shrivo, our guests on the Special Chronicles show this week when the podcast continues. Hey, friends, podcast listener friends. I'd like to take a brief moment to let you know about how awesome StreamYard is. StreamYard is the easiest way to create professional live streams. StreamYard is a live streaming studio in your browser. Any of you guests, share your screen and much more. Stream directly to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and other platforms. Sign up for StreamYard and get $10 in credit with our referral link at specialchronicles.com slash StreamYard. That's specialchronicles.com slash StreamYard. You see the link uh, uh, right below on the screen here. Uh, and also it'll be in the show notes in the description below. Um, but uh, um, all of us at Special Chronicles, we love StreamYard. I've got a coffee mug I'm drinking coffee out of. I've got a, a t-shirt on. I've got a, um, a sweatshirt. This StreamYard uh, puddles. Plush duck, puddles the duck uh, here in in the studio, and I um, just um, really love it. Makes really really love Streamyard. It makes it easy to connect with guests. Just send guests the link to join Streamyard, and uh, easily have a professional logo and banners and 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 graphics, and it just makes it easy to pre-record to live stream on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Really love StreamYard. It's helped to make uh, the audio podcasts and the um, all the the video versions of the audio podcasts that I've been doing for the past thirteen years. It's helped to make the video versions up to the next level, to a more professional level, while also making it easy to live stream. So, all of us at Special Chronicles love StreamYard. Once again, if you want to sign up with StreamYard, specialchronicles.com slash StreamYard. That's specialchronicles.com slash stream out to sign up and get ten thousand credit without we for a link. I hope you all will sign up for stream out and uh happy live streaming. And until then, uh sign up for stream out and get ten thousand credit without we for a link at specialchronicles.com slash stream out. That's specialchronicles.com slash stream out. And now back to the show. And we're back on uh, Gus Amali and Kathleen Tribal, chairwoman of the Special Olympics Founders Council. Uh, so let's get to some brief plugs. Um, we'll, there's a few links we'll put in the show notes. One is to that 
a uh, on specialolympics.org that uh, a uh, excerpt article on um, that uh, SOI had put out uh, uh, on uh, along with the People magazine um, uh, link. We'll put in the show notes as long um, along with specialolympics.org and um, that. Um, um, uh, special Olympics Florida performance from the Unite uh, event. But uh, are there any other plugs uh, that you guys would like um, for um, the uh, Special Olympics Funders Council or for both of you personally on Instagram or social media? Follow Special Olympics. Also follow the social media of your local chapter. So be Special Olympics, if it's Special Olympics North America, or if it's Special Olympics Maryland, or Special Olympics Texas. Um, there's Montgomery lots of local County. accounts. Yeah, Montgomery <laughs> County, exactly. Yeah. That's ours. Um, and follow Special Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, special Good, good, good plug there. Uh, SpecialChronicles.com for links to follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all of our podcasts, newsletter, um, all there. And and uh, Kathleen, you're at, at K Shrivel with two L's and Molly, you're at Molly underscore Shrivel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think if you could follow um, Timmy, our leader, um, Loretta, our social or our chief inspiration officer, any of our global messengers are always putting out great content. Um, I would go through the Special Olympics Instagram and see who they follow because there's a lot of really great uh, creative accounts out there doing different um, different stuff in this space. Um, if you have a specific interest in cooking or art or um, politics, it's out there. Awesome. So, um, again, people can find those links um, for the Special Olympics Instagram on specialolympics.org, right? So we'll make sure to include those links in the show notes on specialchronicles.com slash podcast 445, uh, 445. Uh, So um, people can just look down in the description below wherever you're listening or watching this episode and you can find um, the links to follow Special Olympics. Um, any f- uh, Before we get to that final question that, well, I think you guys saw the show notes, but um, <laughs> before we, we get to that final question, um, any final thoughts on your overall time here today on the Special Chronicle show that you want to share with our listeners? Let's hear the final question. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I was going to say final thoughts, but okay. You can throw your final thoughts in after you answer the final question. Um, so uh, that final question, we, now we've got a little bumper, uh, a bumper to, before we get to that final question uh, right here. And the final question is... We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality. 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 Dignity. 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 And the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. And if you couldn't tell, uh, as you know, the inclusion of revolution is a big part of um, Special Olympics. And so the final question is, I always ask all the guests, other since coming back from Abu Dhabi, that is, what does inclusion mean to you? So I don't know uh, who wants to go first, Molly or Kathleen, but uh, what does inclusion mean to you? 
Inclusion to me means uh, reaching out to people who are different and bringing them into your home, bringing them onto your basketball court, bringing them into your school um, and learning from them yourself and uh, looking past divides that might scare you and um, seeing them as opportunities new friendships and for a better world awesome and molly i think inclusion is um respecting and accepting different perspectives um and on a more social scale um you know reaching out and and inviting that one person who may not completely vibe with the group but um it would mean it would mean the world to them to be included. And it's a selfless act um, because you just want to, at the end of the day, you know, make everyone happy and feel loved and respected and, and appreciated. Awesome. Awesome. Um, great, great answers. We, we always have a lot of unique answers. When I asked um, Molly, when I asked you, your dad, Mark, that uh, at the Young Athletes event, I think I, I had kind of sort of answered, and so he kind of <laughs> he kind of answered with kind of the same thing that I had answered. But uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's always fun to get um, uh, everyone's answers. Um, it's been a joy having you both on. Hopefully, when we're in Kazan, Russia, um, maybe we can do uh, whatever event we're all at. We can do not not as long as this 49, 15 minute episode, but um, maybe some short brief podcast in person um and yeah and, and anytime that you, you guys want to come on or, or if if you know of any of your cousins or friends who want to come on this podcast um you're more than welcome to come back on thanks Padme. thank you so much for having us thanks and um folks you can stay stay subscribed you got more content coming to you guys um next week with um a uh, uh, returning guest leading up to the 2022 usa games and in october we um co-produced with united airlines uh our unified work series we got four new exciting episodes that is taking two months to produce but that's coming up with uh, more content uh in uh, the coming months so stay subscribed to this podcast uh thanks molly and kathleen for coming on the special chronicle show and we'll see you all next week bye Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.